0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sustainability Explored, a podcast where every week we explore and interview leading professionals, disruptive minds, and thought leaders in the field of sustainability, uh, where I invite them to share their views on the present and the future of the world through the prism of sustainable development. Today, in particular, we will be talking about the future, which is also a little bit the present. With us today, we have Krista Janti, a design consultant who's focused on XR, AI, and Internet of Things, and blockchain technologies, and companies who use or want to use these technologies uh, for their benefit. She runs her own UX consultancy company called Eventually XR, and today we will be talking about something intriguing for me personally, as well as professionally, digital fashion and how it, how it could help us save the natural resources. What are the risks and opportunities uh, digital fashion presents in terms of sustainability and environmental and social risks? Not to keep you all wondering uh, for too long, let's dive deep into the futuristic world that is waiting to be discovered. I'm ready to welcome Krista on this podcast. Hi Krista, so nice of you to join me today at Sustainability Explored. I'm very intrigued today and excited to talk about the topic that has been bugging me for a while, and which is digital fashion. Uh, now that we are all we are on our second year of spending our times uh, indoors, uh, using Zoom and you know all other digital platforms to communicate with each other digital fashion is becoming a thing so this is my big question since i started to learn about digital fashion and nfts that you know gary v saying uh, he's going to be huge what is it really digital fashion and uh, how does it help or doesn't help us to save the resources that's going to be our kind of uh, umbrella topic for today i know that you run your own consultancy uh, UX consultancy firm called Eventually XR. You're into the Internet of Things and artificial intelligence. I had very little touch with artificial intelligence. Recently, read a book um, of another Finnish author, Mika Konen. I want to know how you got into the field and what opportunities it bears for sustainability. So the floor is yours. Please introduce yourself for the listeners.
1: Well um, first thank you Anna for uh, inviting me to this podcast and yes my name is Krista and I have a company called Eventually XR. The name comes from eventually plus XR and XR stands for extended reality and extended reality consists of augmented reality, mixed reality and virtual reality. So I started my business with helping companies to transform their um, 2D business to 3D form. So uh, I would love to get more uh, companies and people to spend time in 3D, in VR, in uh, AR, meaning augmented reality. So that's my business. But uh, little by little, I found out that actually there is an interconnection between um, extended reality technologies uh iot uh blockchain and even even artificial intelligence so that's why i've now broadened my my clientele to all all the companies who do this so is uh, digital fashion is it part of the mixed reality where where is the borderline kind of let's start with uh, what is digital fashion because there are so many forms of digital fashion first Uh, is about mixed reality yes so uh, basically you have an augmented reality filter on your real body your real video stream so uh, that's one form of digital fashion for example um, everyone knows snapchat filters or instagram filters so basically you take your mobile phone and uh, take a selfie and pick uh, some very nice costume and you take a photo or you take a um, a little bit uh, video on yourself, moving with the digital, digital digital fashion item. And that is one of my favorite thing because that's where the sustainability comes uh, to the picture. Uh, Instagram is a lot about show off, like showing your status, showing that you are trendy and you have the latest fashion. Instead of buying those, ordering them from web shop. Somebody is is, is packaging them in, in China and um, it takes trains and um, uh, cars. And well, log- the whole supply chain is qu- pretty long after you get the item. Then you dress it on. Then you take a picture and you send it back. So there's a lot of fashionistas who consume fashion. They just take one picture and they return the items. So yeah. that's, I think... <sighs> somebody has calculated even even 95 percent of the natural resources could be saved when at least some part of the fashion you consume you transfer that to digital for so i think that's super
0: right uh, you you brought something up that's very interesting i remember i came across a study that says exactly you know if a person appeared now it's kind of a general consensus if you appear one time on your social media in the outfit um, in in your new outfit the chances that you will a- take a picture in the same uh, outfit or allow someone to take a picture of you and post that while you're wearing the same coat or a t-shirt is decreasing very fast so i think it will soon really become one time one picture gone but i didn't know it's returnable so i thought they just throw out the, the stuff.
1: Yes, that that both both versions can happen. Somebody return and never actually buy them, and somebody just wear it once, and then I don't know what happens to them. And right. they end up probably in the landfill. But yes, like sort of the way how we consume fashion, the, the vanity need and status need, we could replace that actually uh, by wearing digital items.
0: Mm-hmm. So does it mean that the digital, the digital fashion allow will allow us to have you know three white T-shirts, and then be new every day, because you we wear uh, yeah. filters.
1: <laughs> t-shirts are not maybe that. How to say? There are so many things you can do with digital things. You can do flames, you can do a sparking, you can do, uh, you can have wings with your, your your jacket and the wings are moving. There are so many um, artistic things you can't have with the real items, tangible items. So that's where like the cool coolness comes into the picture. So people really, really uh, are into that. So people are spending real money buying those digital
0: fashion. I, well, I like this extravagant approach. You got me at flames. I imagine appearing on the, on the Zoom call with flames and the winds that would uh, speak better than words, I guess.
1: Yeah. But then uh, there are other forms of digital fashion. And one thing, um, for example, futurist Kathy Hackle usually speaks is a direct avatar fashion so uh, we are not using our form as you see uh, at this spot my video stream but uh, instead you are buying uh, digital clothes to your avatar a good example of which everyone probably know is pokemon go you have the player the avatar and you can uh, buy long jump uh, bags to your avatar so especially now luxury brands uh, are stepping into the avatar Kind of fashion, so people uh, inside the game they have avatars and well they engage with the brand in the virtual world. It can be um, world uh, the whole virtual world or the gaming world and uh, the gaming culture is 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 blooming. It just goes up and up all the time, and um, the market space in uh, virtual assets is fifty five zero billion in in so people are buying virtual things uh just for the fun of it Uh, for example fortnite game people buy a lot the cool skins meaning the in-game clothes
0: i am a little bit not even a little bit a lot delayed on the digital fashion news and you know all all of this sounds to me like super futuristic i would arrive there maybe in 100 years so my question is, since now, since you are in the field for quite some time, you have been in the field, when did it really start? And what maybe triggered that transition?
1: Well, it's it's difficult to say. Uh, the gaming culture has always existed. But before uh, uh, in, in games, if you buy some virtual assets, for example, a hat. You proceeded that that item helped you to proceed inside the game. For example, you put the hat on, and your intelligence goes plus one hundred points. Or you wear an armor. Yeah, then again, your hit points goes plus one hundred uh, points up. So uh, basically, um, there, it has been there a long time. But before, um, uh, what has changed? Now, uh, people are buying fashionable items and they don't help you to proceed inside the game. They are just show off your status. For example, uh, there are rare skins inside the game. And if somebody is wearing them, you know, oh, that has cost a lot of uh, digital money. So that's. <laughs> Well, it's, it's like basically in the high school yard. If you are wearing wrong kind of clothes, nobody is going to talk with you. And if you are wearing a right kind of skins, uh, it's e- more easier to game up in inside the game.
0: Right. What does it take to create a piece of digital fashion clothes, outfit, avatar maybe?
1: Well... Um... It basically is a three D platform uh, inside the gaming culture. They use Unity and Unreal Engine, but in the let's say more traditional world, uh, they use nowadays marvelous design software, and the most uh, most used is an app called Clo 3D. So Clo 3D is really a big thing, and uh, and now there is a even even. How do you say a big trend? Looking after uh, designers who are very good at working with low three D. Wow! Very cool digital outfits. If you go um, to search for uh, Instagram or Facebook, and you just type in low three D, and whoa, they're so good designers.
0: Gives me a
1: desire to buy one for myself, at least to test three D clothes. Oh my god! Uh, Since I know that you are from uh, Ukraine, right? Yeah, uh, there is actually a Ukrainian uh, company called Dress X, which has a platform that is selling digital outfits. Mm-hmm. One thing um, I have to say, which gets a lot of critique, is um, that some of those digital uh, fashion items um, you buy with the thing called NFT. Not. <laughs> and uh,
0: for the listeners non-fundable
1: tokens right yes non non-fungible tokens mm-hmm. so uh why is that uh it's that because if some item is in a digital form it's easily to uh, be copied and uh, now uh there's been a big trend in digital art uh, i think it's it's really started a big trend that uh digital artists are selling their art art pieces in uh, online environment and people are using non-fungible tokens uh, to get them. And the critic comes that uh, the technology demands to have Ethereum blockchain technology. And everyone knows when we talk about cryptocurrencies, there is they are not that sustainable. So we have to be uh, cautious when we talk about digital fashion and sustainability. Um, The problem is not that much the NFTs, but the uh, Ethereum blockchain technology behind that. That's a huge system which is not very uh, scalable because it takes so much calculation power. Um, That's how the blockchain technology works. There are blocks and then there are miners. They try to f- uh, calculate if this, um, what is this block's origin and, and they validate it and they look after the blockchain is not being tampered. And that technology now, <clears throat> now enables new kind of uh, business. And yes, there are going to be better and more sustainable uh, solutions. I might not go today into uh, proof of work. Uh, way of compensating miners and proof of stake way of compensating miners, but ethereum is in the end finally, some say it takes a little bit more than a year, going to be more sustainable. So at this point, yes, it's not that sustainable. Yes, it still uh, causes less uh, us for uh, consuming water. You know, for example, T-shirt takes almost 3000 liters of water to make. So if you take a digital t-shirt, there's a saving in water.
0: What would be interesting to look into is that, you know, how much resource goes into the creation of digital piece of art, take uh, fashion, versus the same item in the physical world. So I imagine with digital, you only need energy, but then this energy has to come from, some friendly resource like alternative energy source uh, versus the water, human involvement in the creation of that cotton t-shirt or any other t-shirt, you know, whether child labor was involved, whether uh, the workers have been paid in China, in Bangladesh and so on. So in terms of that, you know, let's start with the social uh, concerns and social issues. How many
1: people does it take to create one digital piece? Uh, basically it can be only one designer. So the supply chain goes to one, one designer, maybe uh, some platform that is offering uh, the product and the end consumer. So if you think about the, the value chain, it's, it's quite short and yeah. it brings the same almost, well, it depends whom you ask, but almost the same value.
0: Right. So the supply chain is basically almost non-existent and uh, the whole value chain shrinks to two people, one creator and one uh, consumer. Then in terms of the environmental uh, aspects, am I right to
1: understand that this is, uh, we are talking only about the energy input? Uh, Yes. There is also, of course, if you're um, using a technological real-time cloud rendering, meaning uh, the 3D design needs to be uh, calculated. And usually, it's, it's rendered in a, in a cloud or, well, it can be in many, many different ways, but there is some energy cost in, in that, that as well. So uh, we have to be, uh, no, but if you take only one picture, then the energy cost is
0: like. Right. But if I'm using this outfit for a one hour Zoom call and it's moving, I don't know, it's uh, flying behind my back, the energy input I imagine is different, right?
1: It's, it's small. It's like um, uh, Snapchat has those camera lenses you can wear in, a, in Zoom. So I would have a funny hat or, or something like puppy ears. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a similar kind of energy cost. How did you start working in that field? This is uh, pretty much my own own mission. Me and uh, two other founders, we are uh, founding a new company called Ex- Uh We are going to have a digital fashion summit actually in uh, in the later of this year. Um, in the first week of December, it's an adjunct and event close to slush.org. Uh, Slush is, is pretty famous, a tech, big tech conference. Mm-hmm. So, we are on a mission to make the fashion more sustainable. And uh, so far, we don't have, uh, we are not paying any money to ourselves. So, we are on a, on a really a bigger mission to make this more uh, so that everyone would know that there is alternatives to buy fashion in some other form than, than, well, I don't mention brands, but fast fashion brands.
0: Do you feel um, the brands will take uh, on that journey too?
1: Yes, definitely. I think uh, everything, uh, well, how do you say, uh, fast fashion brands, they are viewed very closely now under the sustainable lens that what are they doing so they have to transform their their business to more sustainable form so there is a pressure coming from out, out outside that yes i think they have to do it
0: would you expect it rather from luxury brands or from fast fashion smaller uh, markets? Yeah,
1: luxury brands have have already started so, uh Gucci is selling uh, as we speak uh digital sneakers. They cost about $30 uh, each each sneaker. Balenciaga has started doing um virtual fashion shows, 3D fashion shows. Uh Louis Vuitton is very much uh, in the gaming speak, uh, gaming space, uh selling virtual items. So, they are on the journey of, as we speak.
0: Right? And to buy one, uh, you mentioned NF- NFTs, uh, yes. the form of a digital
1: currency, right? Uh, yes. But, uh, it's it actually it's it's tracks um, the origin of the item. So um, if you resell the item or or um, you kind of know that secured by the the blockchain technology, the Ethereum technology behind the item. Uh, It's a technology called minting. Um, The digital item is added to Ethereum blockchain and that becomes NFT in the process. So it sort of gives you a feeling that you are buying original item.
0: Right. But a question from
1: a consumer
0: side if i want to go to the dressx.com i imagine and uh, find a digital piece for myself will i be yes. able to pay with my credit card or does it mean that i will have to register some form of an electronic wallet and find the way to buy nfts with my digital money you know dollars let's say I go buy NFTs, and with NFTs, I buy the digital piece. Is it?
1: Am I right? Yeah, different kind of methods. Uh, there are uh, digital stores where you can still use the so-called fiat money, meaning meaning you can uh, use uh, credit cards. Mm-hmm. But there is also a possibility in some stores to buy with the Ethereum um, cryptocurrency. So That's both great. options are are available.
0: This is crazy. What do you think is gonna happen in the foreseeable future? Will it become um, common to have a digital piece? How long does it live, by the way? The the piece you buy and it disappears in you know in some time, or it stays in your digital wardrobe?
1: Ah. Uh. Well I think that uh, if I don't resell it, it, it stays in my digital wardrobe as, as long as I keep it there. as, as far as I, I know that it, it's it, the thing I have in my mobile phone is, it's still there. Uh, but I don't know now, that, now the lead times when uh, something new comes to in the stores, it, it's about seven months in the traditional fashion market. Uh, but now the trends can go up and down. What is is the latest fashionable thing in in digital world? So that would, will be interesting how, how fast the thing becomes like old fashioned, <laughs> right. especially when we are talking about social media. How fast things spread in social media? Right. Do you own any items yourself? Uh, yeah, I have a one 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 jacket. Yes
0: you should have worn it to this interview <laughs> wonderful well um that's crazy how the world changes right and uh, i think the pandemic the ongoing pandemic will even uh, accelerate it even more what, what do you think
1: yes definitely it, it has been one of the accelerators because we are well mostly Uh, most part of the world is still locked inside their homes, or uh, it's limited where they can go. And people still have the appetite for buying something new and uh, show off. They can't go uh, into clubs and show the newest item. And so this is the one way to to show that I have something new. (laughs)
0: Wow, I really do hope that there is a space for sustainability in this uh, new world, and that it's really going to become a life-changing aspect for fashion to have the possibility to uh, to to own that in a digital form. But what makes me kind of, you know. Said in a way I I love digital world I love that we have this opportunity to speak with you you being in Finland me being in Turkey currently this is amazing and I treat even this podcast as as the window to the world which is very different if I would be sitting in one spot in one little uh, village or town or city in one specific country you know digital opens the, the world to you at the same time, damn it, we still live in the physical world. So it's super important what you see from the outside, from your window. Is it a sea or is it a, a highway? Um, what is your physical environment like? Um, you know, interior design, furniture, pieces of clothes that you wear, that is, you know, you you, you keep it close to your body. It's super important. And... Um, I don't know if digital will be able to cover these tangible needs completely for humans. What, what's your feeling?
1: Yes, we, we are still going to need some, some real world clothes. We can go to the streets naked and, and just, hey, you you forgot to wear your augmented reality glasses. So put them on. I'm wearing the coolest, coolest digital outfits. Don't miss it. So um, what I'm looking after that part of that thing we we consume and wear is transformed in the digital digital form. So of course we still need tangible items, but I hope that we would uh, change a little bit the thinking behind what are the items we buy. You, for example, uh, might know the "30 Wear" uh, slogan. So buy a clo- piece of clothes that you think. Before, that's the one I'm going to use at least 30 times. So I would really love that the thinking behind our shopping behavior changes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh,
0: to me personally, sustainability is also about balance and harmony. Having some digital clothes, having some biodegradable clothes from pineapples or mushroom leather, so to say, having some cotton clothes in balance, you know, like a diversified uh, wardrobe. That is the way to, to be sustainable, to be, you know, stable, balanced, and sustainable at the same time. This is what. Um, this, this conversation inspired in me. I usually wrap up with one advice from the guest to the listeners. What would be
1: yours? Stay curious, uh, because curiosity o- always leads to new things. And when you find new things, it usually gives you something new to think about it. So I my advice was to stay as curious as a five-year-old child and and approach new things such as five-year-old old person would do
0: right thank you so much i knew you will provide the wealth of experience and wisdom
1: and you did <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for the interview Anna thank you Bye 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 bye
0: Thanks for being with us today and for listening to this episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. This was episode number 86, season 8 of Sustainability Export. If you like this podcast, uh, this episode, if you uh, found it useful uh, or going to implement any advice uh, and information shared by Krista, please let me or her know via LinkedIn. We would very much appreciate your feedback, and it will most certainly make us very, very happy. Also, subscribe to this podcast not to miss any new episodes. And uh, if you like the podcast in general, please do leave us a review, leave us some stars, share some love. You can leave some comments on the platform you're listening on. And we are now available on. 77 plus platforms thank you once again for being with us today and until next time take care stay sustainable